Welcome Freedom Fighters to Flawed and Free Podcast. My name is Tina and I am your host. Today's episode, we will be discussing the spirit of rejection, identity struggle, and the spirit of rebellion, all in association with being set free from lesbianism and so much more. So today's guest, Rebecca, she is sharing her deliverance testimony of freedom to becoming free from the spirit of ex-lesbianism from lesbianism and coming to Christ through deliverance so I'm so excited about today's episode please make sure that you subscribe share rate and review this podcast if this resonates with you we would greatly appreciate it and there's also a video version of this episode if you'd like to watch go to YouTube and you can also go to the link and our episode description where you can watch the video version of today's episode. So enjoy and God bless. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. Welcome to Tea and Testimony. I'm going to turn this down just a tad bit. Welcome to Tea and Testimony with Tina. And I have a special guest tonight, Rebecca Huntley. She is here with us. She is my fellow sister in Christ. And we fellowship together at Ignite the Globe. Yes, we are both spiritual sisters. And our spiritual father and mother are the head and the leads at Ignite. Shout out to Apostle Chasden Strickland. Shout out to our mother. Apostle Emily Strickland if you're watching or will watch the replay you're usually not too far behind so I know you're somewhere close in the mighty name of Jesus so we are partnering tonight for some tea for some testimony but above all we want to share the goodness of God right we want to share the goodness of the Lord because it's not about us but it's about him glory be to God so if this is your first time joining or watching tea and testimony my name is Tina and I am the host of flawed and free podcast I also have a deliverance ministry that helps to disciple and equip women warriors that's what we do we help the women stuck in the wilderness and the middle mindsets of their minds so those women that are no longer in Egypt anymore and they are trekking toward the promised land so we meet the woman in the middle help them to go from their now to their next and to come out of spiritually stale and stagnant mindsets so that is what we do we do that through spiritual warfare and deliverance and we partner with you as we partner with him the holy spirit to defeat the kingdom of darkness and to overcome your spiritual goliaths so glory be to god that is the mission my life's mission for flawed and free and we do so many things we have live streams monthly zoom rooms and free webinars and so much more um, that we do that we partner with the community. So shout out to my Freedom Fighter community. And for those that are watching tonight, I know a lot of you come in from YouTube. So if you're coming in from YouTube, make sure right now you like and subscribe if this is your first time. Share this broadcast. I'm sure that something in what we're going to share tonight is going to resonate with you in some way shape fashion or form so feel free right now to share 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 so share now if you're following from facebook you can also share this broadcast tonight on facebook to friends family or just in support of your sisters rebecca and myself hi essence how are you oh you like my katherine coolman shirt <laughs> i'm glad you like it sis come <laughs> Nice you like it, Rebecca? Well, yes. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. So Essa says she peaked it. She peaked it. Glow through beauty. Hey, how you doing? Y'all know I like to be talked to. When I get on live, I don't want y'all just staring at me, right? Or just listening. This is an engaging. Hey, Alicia. Hey, sis. Hey, sis. Um, as you guys are logging in tonight, I want you to tell me where you're coming from. Make sure you like, 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 and make sure you share this broadcast 
podcast right now, right now, right now. Because we got some tea we finna sip, listen, and some testimony we finna give. For Revelations 12, 11 says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony in Jesus' name. So the enemy is already defeated. He was defeated before we got here. And he, we, he will continue to be beneath our feet in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you. Glory be to God. So as you come in, type in the comments where you're coming from. Where are you coming from? I'm I'm coming in from Dallas, Texas. Rebecca's coming in from Jacksonville, Florida. Woo -woo -woo. Those that are in Jacksonville, go on here and put and, and put your zip code, your area code, however it goes down in your mind. <laughs> or if you want to just go ahead and type where you're coming in from. You know, I'm not in the world anymore, but I remember um, I, I used to love secular music, right? I mean, music yeah. was my thing, my thing, my thing. And I remember that song, I got, I got in different area codes. <laughs> don't act like you don't know. Listen, sis wasn't born with a Bible in her hand. Deliverance is real, right? Yes. I might not be where I used to be, but I ain't forgot, okay? Yeah. In Jesus' name. So if you want to put your area code in, put your area code in. If you want to put your zip code in, put your zip code in. Or if you just want to type it out go ahead and type it out but do what you do what you do what you do right now into the comments i want to talk to you i like to do a live q a i like for people to be able to answer ask questions and all that do that's what's up that's what's up i see you i see you jasmine i see you marcellus all the hubby is in here yes come and support your wifey come and support your wifey hey, and she, look she said hey baby <laughs> yes you better what 205 in this thing 205 in this thing it ain't yin yang but it's 205 where's 205 alexis tell the people where 205 is for those that don't know i i know where 205 at baby girl where 205 i'm 904 904 205 in this thing 205 in this thing okay and that done says she coming in from mobile alabama shout out to mobile okay yes 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 oh we know marcellus where you coming in from you at the cuisine with with with, with wifey he said, you know it. He said, I love you, baby. Y'all so I cute. Oh, this mushy, mushy, mushy. Uh, it ain't Valentine's Day yet. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. It's Valentine's Day every day. At least it should be. That's just another day. Yes. Glory be to God. I can't wait till my, my boo show up. I can't wait till he comes so we can have Valentine's Day every day, too. <laughs> now, I, 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 I got a lot of ministries. I got mommy ministry of the... A ministry of deliverance because deliverance ministry is really not a ministry that's another top conversation but i got a lot of ministries going on over here but i can't wait for marriage ministry yes that right there yes yes this is gonna be hot and ready like a little piece of pizza my bad my bad for those that act like y'all ain't grown but i am walking out this life waiting on my mate doing it the right way in jesus name and as i wait upon the husband that he has for me trust me when my marriage yes believe come on touch and agree with me rebecca come on touch it yes name it claim it grab it all of that i need all of that yes so a seed listen i can i can do all of that right now because i am believing by faith by faith that it is coming that it is already coming to pass the lord has told me so and i believe what he says in jesus name so we just waiting we just waiting tuscaloosa okay okay alexis tuscaloosa alabama she holding she holding alabama down good evening brie blessings from washington dc come on now Come on, I know some of y'all, I know what, I got some more DMV folk in here. It's a lot of y'all that follow this ministry that's in the DC, Marlin, Marlin, <laughs> ain't that how they say it? Marlin, Virginia area. Come on, daddy. Look, daddy just stepped in the building. Apostle Chasden Strickland, let's I'm give nice. honor <laughs> to our head, to our lead. Glory be to God. Thank you for coming on for whatever moment of time you have, Apostle. We hope that we do, do you 
you right, right? We don't be embarrassing you in these streets. We ain't trying to embarrass. <laughs> we ain't trying to embarrass you. I don't, we ain't gonna embarrass you, Apostle. We are led by the Holy Spirit. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you. So thanks, Apostle, for coming in. Rachel Lee, what it do? What it do? How you do? Hey, How you do, Rachel? Is this somebody you know, Rebecca? Yes. Hey, I'm yes. Come from where? From Ignite the Glow. Oh, from Ignite. Okay, I yes, think I know that name, Jesus. honestly. Hey, Rachel, how you doing? Kanisha, 904 in the house. Kanisha, 904. Oh, mom's in here too. There go mommy. Hey, hey girls. Hey, mom, how are you? No disrespect when I say, hey, girl, y'all know what I mean. I give all honor to my leadership. I ain't finna play no games with God. Listen, give them what they are due, all of the honor. Of course, God gets the glory and the honor, but we all know what, what it is. Courtney, hey, sis. How you hey, doing? Court. Yeah, Court's on here. Look, uh, 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 Alicia's saying hey. But let's go on with our night. I see everybody then gave their shout outs for tonight. And we're here to, to talk and share and sip a little tea with my sister in Christ about her journey to deliverance and finding her identity and some of the struggles that she experienced on her on her journey on her path to purpose and receiving deliverance so I am excited excited about what's coming Rebecca give people a little bit of background on who you are maybe a little bit about your family if you feel led to share and let's proceed with tonight's broadcast Okay. Um, my name is Rebecca Huntley, as you can see. Yeah. Um, from Jacksonville, Florida, born and raised. Um, I have a wonderful husband and four beautiful children. Yes. Um, uh, my leaders are Apostle Chaz and Emily Strickling. Um, yeah. <laughs> you say yeah, yeah. So um, tonight we're gonna be talking about um just different parts of deliverance right just your journey from deliverance talk a little bit let's kind of talk a little bit about childhood I, and a lot of times in deliverance when i'm um, administering and partnering in deliverance um i see most if not all right a lot of the open doors and access and entry points come very young in life right so some people think that it's the latter years and oh when i was in college i was a mess or this happened or that happened and maybe this is why i am seeing the fruit of my life be what it is in jesus name but really most of us understand in this area of ministry that it's generational that these things are passed down through our bloodlines and then handed down to us and then we come into agreement right sometimes knowingly or unknowingly through our own sin and iniquity meaning our unrepentant lives and our lifestyles and so this opens the door to more demonic um bondage and oppression so talk about when you first started to feel even though now you had the verbiage you know what it is now yeah. but when you were younger and you were starting to feel um, as if you were looking for your identity, but just not knowing how to find it. Kind of wherever you want to jump in at, I'm going to jump in with you. Um, I, I would really say about the age of, it was really young. Um, oh, wow. About the age of seven, um, I really got like, we had a God sister who I looked up to and she was in that lifestyle as well. And um, really um, not having my father there was like a big, you know, gateway as well with wanting to find love um, mm -hmm. from a man or desiring the love that I should have gotten from my father. That had a lot to play with it as well. But having a role model that was in that lifestyle kind of sort of opened me up more to it. And um, I, I wanted to be like her. So that was a, a gateway as well. Okay. So you, you, you say as early as seven, you know, I remember sometimes even for myself, just in transparency, I don't remember the exact age, but I remember being very young, right? It was um, 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 my mother's friend's child. Right. So it was another girl. It was another girl. And for those that are just coming on, we're talking about deliverance 
from lesbianism, from homosexuality, and coming to Christ through deliverance, right? Not just that, but the identity struggles and things that come with that process, right? That has opened doors for us to come into agreement with things that the enemy used to pervert, to distort, and to distract. Really, the true destiny and the call on our lives as individuals, not just Rebecca's, but many, 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 many of us out here that may not want to talk about it or things that we We've experienced certain traumatic events from the past that have caused or maybe led to some of our decision making. And we thought that it was us, right? You thought that it was you. You thought that, you know, I've been feeling this way for some time. You know, it's just normal, right? And and I see others, right, participating in an alternative lifestyle. I know now they have all different names, right? LG, I can't even say it now because there's so many letters now. No offense, no disrespect, but I know they've added a lot to the LGQBTIA, I think, was the last I left off. And I heard they had added some more letters to um, the alternative um, um, designation to gays and homosexuals, bisexual, transgender lifestyles. But I can recall, like you, being very young, right? Um, and being exposed very young. And I, I tell people, I've told people this before, like in another podcast I did about deliverance from homosexuality, that I used to go, my mom, you know how when you're a kid, and this is why y'all listen. This is why it's important to watch children, right? Yes. To watch, to listen to them, first of all, right? Um, because sometimes we think because they're a child, when I grew up in the South, right? In the South, I grew up in Florida, St. Pete, you know, St. Petersburg, Florida. And, you know, it was like, and I'm kind of up there in age, right? But back then you were supposed to be seen and not heard, right? And so our parents would have all of these events and cookouts and just all type of things, right? This didn't actually occur in Florida, but I recall going to my parents' friend's house, right? So usually they let the kids go play, like go play. Adults are in here, go play, go play. And these are the times that we got into stuff, right? These are the times we started experimenting, exploring yeah. and being curious. Yeah. And I remember when the door was open for me as a child. And of course my parents didn't even know, right? They think we just in there just watching TV, right? And I don't play that now, now that I know better, right? I'm like, door open, what's going on? What y'all doing? I don't care if you cousins, family, I don't want to hear it. Cause a lot of experimentation starts even with family with cousins, like yeah. spirits of incest and things you don't even know that are happening, right? And our children are being exposed. So I recall going to a, a family member, friend's house, and the young lady, she was my age, right? Little girl, like, oh, they just in there playing. I remember we in there, we have, we living our best life, right? I'm young, maybe seven, maybe around your age, right? When you were feeling these feelings, I'm young, under the age of 10, for sure, right? And I remember her saying, come here come here, come with me, right? And I'm like, where are we going? Cause I'm in the middle of the room playing with Barbies and stuff, you know, with her. She's like, come into the closet. And I tease and I laugh at people. Cause I was like, for me, I wasn't coming out of the closet. It started for me going in the closet. <laughs> you know, it started for me, right? You know, it started for me going in the closet. She was like, come on in here with me. Come on, come on, let's try something. I want to show you something. Right. Yeah. I want to show you something. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So we go into the closet. It's dark. Next thing I know, you know, some other stuff going on in there. Yeah. And I remember being scared, right? Cause scared because I couldn't tell my parents, right? What was happening. And then also feeling some type of way because I felt like I was enjoying some of what was happening. Not understanding that there is there was a generational curse in my family, that there was a satanic agent, agents mm -hmm. over the course of my life that were positioned in place to expose me to this life, right? And to open this door. So the door opened. Now, every time my mom took me to this place, right? She was like, oh, we going back to the closet. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, like, I'm, right. I'm feeling some type of way because I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. I, I, I don't understand this. I don't know what to do. And so I like most kids, you know, keep quiet and just push through. 
And so for years, I had this curiosity from that, right? Secretly looking at things, pornography, same-sex pornography and things like that, right? And I preferred men and, and was gotten to pr promiscuity over time. But it actually came in through rejection. It actually came in through a lot of things and it, it escalated over time. Can you pinpoint a point in your life where you feel like the door was open, but where you actually came to into agreement where you accepted it was it your teen years or maybe before even that oh, man it was it was literally like i had to be eight years old when i actually like hands on entertained it like um eight wow yeah. and an and, and adult and an adult actually walked in when it happened so, and it was like, it's a whole, like, it was just like pushed under the rug. So, um, yeah. no one was to know about it. And it, it was really something, and it's actually something generational that has been in my family, honestly. It's, mm. it's, it's not just the girls, it's the boys too. You know, mm -hmm. they just push stuff under the rug. Like, no one wants to deal with it. So literally like eight years old is when I actually got into it, but I, it kind of sort of died down and then it picked back up. Got you. Got you. And so I recall also a similar situation, right? Over time, because I think you, as you're trying to grow and navigate who you are, you know, you definitely, unless there's someone to help lead you that's in a parental position or a position of authority to really lead you. I was not right. I was not. My parents weren't spiritual. I mean, I might've, we went to church, but we were that lukewarm kind of believer family. Right. And, and my dad won't mind me sharing. Cause he, he's a keep it real kind of guy like me. Right. And he's apologized in my adulthood, but shoot, my dad was getting high. Love weed, love the smoke weed right yeah. he'd be getting high before we went to church we yeah. waiting on him to go to church my daddy in there getting high and he might be still getting high on the way to church because i used to think it to myself like do i gotta go in the bible study smelling like weed <laughs> i smell like weed <laughs> are they gonna know right but you know over time it became so normalized you know it just it became so so normalized a lot of these perverse things and things that we saw and and no real spiritual leading or guidance you know that to, to say this is not correct this is wrong some of what you're feeling is actually a perverted thought a perverted feeling this really isn't who god created you to be and so i began to um see it in my daughter I, I was going through deliverance and my daughter actually started like you very young very young i mean she's complete stud right um around nine years old i started to um pick up on some things and caught her i caught her um pretending to be a boy pretending to be a boy online and that's when i was like whoa 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 right now mind you i'm married in a whole you know my family doesn't know well outside of my ex-husband at the time that i had same-sex relationships right over time um and partnered you know the whole thing i mean i hope this is after nine in some places so there's gonna be a little adult conversation um you know and just engaged in this type of sexual immorality and behavior right that he knew about right i'd have him watch the kids while i go hung out with my girlfriend right like i need you to watch these kids i'm gonna go with old girl and i'll be back right and and i kind of forced it on the relationship it was like this is the way it's been this is the way it's gonna be and you're gonna either accept this and that right not understanding um at that time i was not saved saved right i had called myself saved and a christian for years right but it did escalate over time and i didn't know what to do about it i loved my husband right i loved my family but there was this stronghold on my life that from childhood the door had been open and as i grew the desire grew 
to enter in and maintain these relationships on the low. And it's so funny how, you know, how the enemy, how he moves in secrecy, how he moves in the darkness, right? And so I tell people a lot, you know, that when you, once you expose the enemy's hands, once the Holy Spirit, listen, you can weaken those demons. They don't have to remain a, a stronghold for the rest of your life. You don't have to run from the devil. You have more power over him than he has over you. But you, you know, you just, you just don't know how to break free. You may not have. Hey, Freedom Fighters, sorry to interrupt, but I have great news you're going to be so excited about. We have opened up semester two of our Freedom Fighters Mentorship Academy. For those that missed semester one, no worries. We now have our new registration that is open. It will be closing February 25th, so you do not want to wait. In semester two, we will be covering strategic prayer and prophecy, prophetic watchmen and prayer watches, the art of intercession, spiritual midwifery, soul ties, dreams and dream interpretations, inner healing and so much more. So go now to the link in the episode description or you can go to my website at theflawedandfree.com and sign up and register. Talk to you soon. Or be a part of a deliverance church or people around you that understand spiritual things yeah. that this is actually a spirit that it's a lie from the pit of hell when people say well I was born this yeah. way and this is all I know that is not true right you were you were actually targeted right by Satan and it could have been in your in your mother's womb it could have been right and in, in, in the entrance or point of the umbilical cord or or whenever time that the enemy chose to afflict you with this spirit that it is actually a demonic spirit people try all type of treatment and therapy modalities and all kind of affirmations and all kind of things to say, well, like, I'm just going to stop this. I'm not going to do this anymore. And that stuff does not work. I'm here to tell you I'm a product of that. I ain't going to do this no more. I'm not going to be a part of this lifestyle. I want be you know, better for myself. And everything I tried for myself did not work. Talk a little bit about some of the things you tried on your journey before you got to the space of deliverance man i look i grew up in church mm. so i i was five years old prophesying laying hands that type of thing wow that like so i kind of sort of knew i knew a lot i knew about god but i didn't know a lot like the stuff that i know now about god so it, it was, it was, it was, I had an ongoing battle. Um, I remember I was in middle school. I wasn't quite out there yet, mm -hmm. but I was just looking around and trying to observe, you know, seeing who's like this and who's like that. And then once I got to high school, it was just like, okay. Full huh, throttle. Here. Full just, throttle. Yeah. And, um, I was like in in relationships and they 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 wouldn't work and then I will always feel this pull back to God no matter how mm. many years I had been with a female no matter how long it was just a constant ongoing fight. Um, I remember one time, um, actually the first time I tried to get saved like get not get saved because i was already saved right right saved, but i was trying to like i just i was like okay i can't do this i know this isn't right i know this isn't what god want me to do so i tried to stay away from certain people it mm. wouldn't work i tried to like one like when i first started i wasn't dressing like a boy just yet i was dressing like a girl but i would go on dates and my mom or whoever they wouldn't know at the time until it finally started catching up with me and they would put me on restriction and um punishment or whatever and it started like just getting out of hand i started running away and it started getting worse and worse and worse and i know um the time before the last time 
I actually went to church. I went to um, Pastor R.J. Washington's church before he passed away. And I ran down the altar to give my life to God. And I just, I felt like I was going to be, you know, just, yeah, I'm going to be sold out for God. I'm going to do this for God. And I'm gonna right. I'm ready. And I tried to resist temptation as much as I could, but it was just this one person, like this one female, she just kept pursuing me, kept pursuing me, kept pursuing me, kept pursuing me. I'm just like, God, like, help me here, you know? Please. And I wasn't strong enough. I was not strong enough. So I wasn't fasting. I wasn't praying. I was just like talking to God, but I really didn't have a relationship with him to be able to keep right. me free. Um. So then we're in high school. I'm dating I'm fully dressed like a boy now. And I'm like, okay, I know this isn't right. I know this isn't right. I always had this, I know this just isn't right type of thing. Right. And um, I just kept, kept fighting and fighting and fighting until one day I was just like, I had this encounter where I seen a demon. I was high ah. and um, I was talking to this guy that I went to school with and I was just like, he was just telling me like, oh, you know, people don't know my life story. And he 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 really had it bad. Like when I tell you bad, he had it bad. Wow. And um, I, I, we were smoking and we were high. And I literally started seeing like this demon walk across the street. And I was like, <laughs> you don't see that. You know, and he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, man, you don't see this demon like walking across the street. Right. And then, that's when, um, like that night, I cut my locks off because my hair at the time I only got my hair, um, in locks to portray to look more like look more manly. Wow. Um, okay. Um. So I literally detached myself, um, the last time from all of the things that you know kept me bound. Um. And then it was like, I had this guy, and God started showing me stuff, like giving me dreams and things. I had this one guy where I was, that I used to date a long time before I really got deep into the lifestyle of homosexuality. Um, he called me and I was like, man, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of this lifestyle. Like, I don't want to live like this no more, you know? Right. And um, the first thing that came up, oh, well, can you come, can you come down here with me? And, I'm like, I told him, at this time, I'm not even saved for real, but I was like, I'm not having sex until I get married. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' and name. It was like, I don't know why I just said that, but I said it. And then I had a dream. And God showed me that if I went down there with this man, that basically I was not going to, my family was not going to be able to find me. I was, I was going to fall in love with him. I was going to have a baby by him. And then my family was not going to be able to find me. He was going to lock me in this apartment. And nobody was going to know where I was. And I was supposed to go there two weeks, like two weeks before, no, on my birthday. But I ended up giving my life to Christ two weeks before my 18th birthday. Glory so, to God. I um I had that dream. I was like, um... No, I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not going. Like, I just don't feel like I should go. And I told him that. And he was one that, he was allowing the devil to use him too, because he wanted to pursue me, he kept trying to pursue me. And in the midst of all of that, the, 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 the last individual that I was with, God made it to where, <laughs> God made it to where this person had to leave the country for the summer. And that, that individual really it was like a real stronghold that like mm -hmm. that, that it was just so strong the way that the way that i did the desires that i craved for this person at that wow. time is it, it was bad to the point where yeah she ended up leaving the country and then that's when the guy he would just kept pursuing me kept pursuing me and then the person wanted me back and i'm like God, you're gonna have to help me with this because come on now. I want this, you know. And then 
finally, I'm I'm going all over the place. I'm sorry. No, you're good. We just chatting. <laughs> finally, I think yeah, two weeks before my 18th birthday, I called my mom. I'm like, I'm ready to come home. Wow. <laughs> I'm ready to come home. Come get me, cause this is not it for me at all. But that that week, I literally like I I I kept seeing demons all week. Wow. I was seeing demons and kids. I was like, God, this is scary. Like, why am I seeing this type of stuff? Right. It, it was crazy. Like, God was really opening up my eyes around that period in time of my life. Um, And then, okay, two weeks before my 18th birthday, the next day, I went to church, got saved, and Glory the demons to God. was coming out the end. <laughs> I had to run to the bathroom, my deliverance, and I didn't know what deliverance really was then. And right. That's the way that they left me. So I that night I had no desire for women, no more desire for smoking, no more desire to cuss, no more desire. Like all my all of those desires left me that night. Oh. Glory be to God. <laughs> And, and I've seen that. I've seen that in many instances, in many cases. Um, for some, there are some of these strongholds, these demonic strongholds that are so ancient. They're so ancient and old. You know, some people expect an instantaneous um, yeah. um, deliverance. And it can happen. It does happen. Just like that. Yes. Um, I was interviewing a young man. Um, we were chatting from Australia like two weeks ago. Uh, probably longer than two weeks ago. We were on, it's on YouTube if you want to watch it. And he was explaining, you know, growing up in the church, being in the spirit-filled church, and, you know, struggling with depression for years, struggling with depression. And he said they told him that he was going to be on medication for the rest of his life wow. and that they did not advise him to come off of medication because he was a suicide risk oh, if he would have come off the medication. But the Holy Spirit delivered him. The Holy Spirit delivered him. He said, and I've never taken an ounce of medication since. Now he's like, now nah, I'm not advising you. Of course, always be led by the Holy Spirit. Don't be jumping out here and making decisions on your own. And for some, you know, we may compare our processes or our deliverances um, to others, right? And say, well, this happened instantly for this person. But for me, I still see challenges. I still see time, but deliverance is progressional. It's a process to deliverance, right? And so there's a number of areas that the Lord will allow demons to remain because you are not postured or in a heart posture or position for your full deliverance in a particular area. So he will allow them to remain until you are in a place where you can then be delivered because we know Matthew 12, 43 through 45 makes it very clear, paraphrasing, that once an unclean, the evil spirit is left. If you do not fill it with the Holy Spirit, he's going to come back. It says if it's left empty and void, that he will come back with seven more wicked than the ones that left. And so I see a lot of people that, in, that look for deliverance or go from deliverance minister to deliverance minister, go to this place to this place because they're looking for this magic pill they're looking for you know just an instantaneous relief but when you are seeking the face of the father and you are trying to go through deliverance sometimes and most times it's progressional and it is a process and so though there may be things that you might be instantly set free from um you, you still have to walk out that process of healing you still have to walk out that process of sanctification and in that process of sanctification where you're able to actually go through the purging and a purification phase and healing and inner healing and there's so many different phases and points that you must go through in the process of deliverance so that people think that it's just the deliverance minister or it's just the ministry but it's all holy spirit it should yeah. be rather if you're going to a credible deliverance minister yes. and you're sitting with the holy spirit with who you should partner with and go to for prayer 
Um, but it's all him. Jesus is the deliverer. Joel 2 and 32 lets us know this, that John 8 and 36, for whom the son is set free is free indeed. So we have already been set free. God has already paid the blood bought price for us on the cross, right? So that we can actually come into his righteousness and be reconciled back to God. Because when we try to do it in our own way, like you said, hey, I tried to make vows to myself. I tried to yeah. say I wasn't going to hang with these people and I was going to detach in this area, but you were doing it in your might and your power. But when we really surrender to the will of the Father and we allow the Holy Spirit to move yeah. as he sees fit and get out of his way, right? We are in his way most times in the process of our deliverance. Then we can actually see the fruit, the manifestation of God's will coming to pass for us now in the earth. Yeah. We don't have to wait till we die and go to eternity to be free, to be at peace, right? And to receive God's glory. We can receive God's glory right now in the yeah. earth, right? For as it is in heaven, it is what here in the earth as well. We have the ability to partner in prayer, to gain access as joint heirs, as kingdom partners, right? And we have received an inheritance by God and the kings of the kingdom, which gives us the doors to everything that we need in life. We can open with those yeah. doors through, you know, with those keys through dominion, power, and authority. And so it is a progressional process. I tell people all the time, you coming through here, if you're looking for drive-through deliverance, it is not found here at this ministry, right? You might be able to go somewhere else and that does not mean that you can't receive deliverance or you aren't a candidate or God doesn't want to deliver you because he does. But yeah. there are things that you have to do. There are some demons, remember, when the um, disciples tried to cast that demon out of the boy in Matthew and they were unable to cast the, the demon out. Now, one, there was a number of things going on at the time. Unbelief, right? Faith, right? Lack of faith is what kind of prevented and hindered the process of deliverance. But they went to Jesus like, you said you gave us power and authority to cast these demons out and we were unable to do it. Why? Why? Why was this so? He said, these kind, these kind come out through prayer and fasting. Why? Because there are some demonic strongholds. There's some things, some of them jokers is so old, they older than older than old. I've seen some really old demonic ancestral ancient demons in people's bloodlines that are people are being affected by. And they prayed themselves under a table. They fasted. They they made a list of the do's and the don'ts, what they gonna do, what they not gonna do, right? And they come to a brick wall where they're not able to press through and press beyond this area of bondage. But yeah. God wants to see us all free, right? But it is a process to preparing and positioning yourself for full, true deliverance. Glory be to God. Yeah. So though it was a process for you, though you had to go through a little bit of rejection, you know, rebellion, right? Where you rejected the word of God and you rejected the will of God in ignorance, right? Because you had come into agreement with this lifestyle. This is me. This is who I am. This is where I'm comfortable. And, but a part of me really knows that this is not right. And yeah. so there's always a fight about sin and about um, equ equating sin. So I, I want to dispel a few myths tonight for those that are like once saved, always saved. I can live my life the way that I want to live it. I've been saved and I've accepted Jesus into my heart. I believe that he is the father, that he is the son of man, that he is the son of God, that he died and was buried and resurrected. And let's not forget ascended because he's living and alive. He didn't just, you know, just get up out the grave. He got up and he is actually sitting and in his rightful position in heaven. And so he is very much yet alive today. And so people will say to you, well, you know, we don't, I don't have to do all of that. You know, God understands there's grace for that. There's grace for that. I can live my life and do me, right? And I can still enter the, into the kingdom of God. I can enter into the kingdom of heaven as long as I believe. Right. So that that's a myth. That's a myth yeah. that we've been told. And even today, many people don't think they need deliverance. Right. Right. I, I've been saved. I got saved when I was five. I was baptized when I was six. And that's all I, I got baptized in water. And I got saved when I was 10. And God knows my heart. That's a good one, right? So I'm just gonna continue. Yeah, that to was live. my favorite thing you can say too. Come on now, come Lord on, let's, you heart. know. 
<laughs> God knows my heart. There's grace for that. God gives us grace. God loves everybody, right? Even in even me living this homosexual, same-sex, lesbian lifestyle, that God still loves me anyway through my sin because God is love, but not understanding that there is a responsibility. There is a, a responsibility. Come on now, yeah. sis, that you must take accountability for yeah. in your walk as a believer, as a follower of Christ, right? Yes. We are to lead people to him, not away from him right we're not right. to sit on the fence we know that double-mindedness bipolar neutrality sitting on the fence is not of god it is of the enemy it is a it's a spirit of deception that has went rampant into the earth into the yeah. world not just in this area of homosexuality and lesbianism but in many many areas many. but this is one of the biggest hang-ups right fornication adultery sexual immorality sexual perversion right yes. perversion meaning another version anything yeah. that is not according to god's intended of purpose is a part is perverted it's perversion it's another version of what god is truly intended for your life and so people will try to find that gray line to say well he's working on me well you know i'm not what i used to be right <laughs> and all of these cute little phrases we give us and meanwhile we're going straight to hell we're going straight to hell because God says you will not enter into the kingdom of God. So we're going to go to a little bit of scripture. We're going to keep talking about your testimony as the Lord leads and as he leads us to share together. But Genesis 2 and 24, for those that have their Bible, we're going to go to it. People, where's the scripture? Where's the scripture? Who said it? When did he say it? It's in the word of God. Old Testament and New Testament. For those that want to argue Old Testament, Old Covenant, New Covenant, right? It's still spiritual law. Though God came and redeemed us from the curse of the law come on now he redeemed us from the curse so no we yeah. will not have to fall into these things because god has paid the price and redeemed us from the curse but the law still stands old testament new testament the bible in its entirety still stands and what happens is the enemy finds legal right and legal authority and access to your life because technically he's there illegally your body and your soul and your spirit really does belong to god your spirit belongs to god but they will find their way into that soulish realm into your mind most and first first and foremost right yeah. he starts that battle in your mind to deceive you and to yeah. make you believe things that aren't true to make you believe so then your heart and your mouth you can then come into agreement with who you think you are and not yeah. who god says you are but for those that are struggling with identity that don't know who they are or think they know or feel confused we know that the word of god is not is a it's a it, god is a god of order there's no confusion there's nothing but clarity in the kingdom of light there's nothing but clarity and understanding god's will and revelation in the word of god anything that contradicts anything that's contrary to the word of god yeah. is is not of god it's a spirit yeah. of the antichrist so there is no multiple versions there is no uh, uh, um three different ways to get into heaven i yeah. can serve this god you can serve that god you could you could be a buddhist you could be a hindu you could do this and you could do that there are certain things that god speaks to and uh, uh, about sin abomination of sin and and homosexuality is actually an abomination i'm gonna yes. prove it to you so for those that believe i'm gonna go to the next myth for those that believe that all sins are the same right i believe this for years for years i was like well you know having sex uh, being in a same-sex relationship is the same as me telling a lie. It's the same as me, right, um, um, stealing something. Because in the eyes of God, sin is sin. Now, there is some parts of this that is true and there's some parts that's not. But mainly not. Because there's some sin that holds a greater weight, right, which comes with greater consequences. Yeah. Right? And so people don't understand that it's not just one sin being greater or lesser than the other there are some things that god absolutely detests there are some things that god actually loathes and hates with a passion that's what an abomination is when something is an ab abominable thing or way it is something that actually is of takes a, a greater weight a greater value of detest yeah. de de detestation right or deplorable 
right? Though they're, they're something that's so deplorable that you actually, that God like hates. And so there's lists of abominations, which are included in the sin list, right? Of sin. But he makes it very clear in the word of God that if you do not repent, right? Which you have to repent for all sin. That's what yes. I mean about things being sin and things being a, an abom part of an abomination. Yes. But you must repent till you go to God the same way. He died for the abominations. He died for the sin. He died for it all, yeah. right? But there is a greater weight of accountability. There's a greater responsibility. There's a greater consequence to those things that he determines to be an abomination. Homosexuality and same-sex uh, um, uh, relationships is actually a part of that. Now, there's a long list. I'm not going to go through abominations tonight and all of that because of the topic of discussion tonight is which is where we are. But if you read the word of God, you will see and understand that this thing is serious. This thing is serious business. As we go to Genesis 2 and 24, Genesis, I'm reading out of the NKJV version. So Genesis 2, 24 says, therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. So even in the beginning of time, in the creation of the world, as God created you, Rebecca, and God created me, he created yeah. us all individually for a purpose. And in Genesis 2, it clearly says that a man shall leave his mother and father and he shall cleave to his wife and so they shall become one so he did not say in genesis 2 that one woman with one woman right so the bible defines marriage as a union the bible in the very beginning in the source of creation the bible defines marriage as a union between what a man and a woman it's clear as day right he says man woman male female husband wife Mm -hmm. Right. And so this is the union of marriage, which was established in the beginning at the start in cre at creation in Genesis. Right. That we were designed to be in a union with a either if you're a male with a female and if you're a female um, with a man. Yep. And so we'll go even now to Leviticus 18 and 22. Many of you know Leviticus as the book of laws. There was a lot of immorality going on in this time. And if you read Leviticus, you'll be spooked because you'll be like, you know what? Ain't no way we was ever going to heaven. Mm -hmm. Ain't no way, right? Yeah, and because they were like being a homosexual, I've heard it like, oh, you're God's not gonna forgive you for that sin. Like you had the super religious people telling you, oh, God is not gonna forgive you because you're a homosexual. A homosexual. That's not true. God forgives you, like you said, repentance. Repentance, repentance is the only way that you can be free from that sin. That's so right. But if you don't identify and understand that it's not a a framework or a, um or that you can actually do it yourself, that you have to go through Jesus Christ by the blood of the lamb, that you have to, you know, that it's the blood that covers us, that redeems us, that restores and reconciles us back to God, right? It's in his righteousness that we are able to actually take a hold of that redemption, of that redemptive power from our sins when we repent and renounce. And repentance comes far more from then just us speaking with our mouth and saying, okay, God, I'm done. I'm not going to do this anymore. Repentance actually plays itself out yes. in action. It actually plays itself out in how we think, how we move, how we talk, right? And, and what it is that we do in and for the kingdom of God. And so true repentance can be seen right it, it, it's tangible it's something that we should be not experiencing right yes. in our day-to-day -day lives not just in what we say right yeah. but yeah. in how we well, yeah. yeah and how we act so leviticus 18 22 says i don't know if you have your bible in front of you i will read for you if you don't but 18 22 says you shall not lie and i'm reading out of nkjv again you shall not lie with a male as a woman, as with a woman. It is an abomination. It is an abomination. Now, I, 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 we could read out of another version. If you, if you think I'm not telling you the truth, but it is in the word of God. It is right here. It says, you shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. The same is so. 
for women, right? The same as so, even as you go forward into 23 and 24, where they continue to speak about other forms of perversion, bestiality, sleeping with animals, and it yeah. being um, a perversion. In verse 23, it says, nor shall any woman stand before an animal to mate with it. It is perversion. Anything that is outside of the intended and creative purpose of God is perversion anything anything that contradicts uh any spirit is a spirit of the antichrist right Th that is against christ anything against god is anti-christ anything that's in rebellion that's homosexuality that is all of that and it clearly states in the word of god that though we may think it's okay because society is normalized right it being okay that the word of god in leviticus 18 22 says that you shall not do it that it is an abomination and so we've already explained what an abomination is it's something that the lord hates that he loathes that he he he, he grotesquely um um deplores in the word of god and so i'm gonna go further into leviticus 20 verse 13 so we're gonna go leviticus uh 20 13 if we pull up 20 and 13 if you have a chance you want to look on your own or you want to listen to me you can go and reference these for yourself later. I will read them aloud. I'll read this version as well out of NKJV. So Leviticus 20 verse 13 says, If a man lies with a male as he lies with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. It goes further and further in Leviticus to explain what happens. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Those that are putting those scriptures up. That's Leviticus 20 verse 13. It says, I'll read it again. I'm reading out of the NKJV version that if a man lies with a male as he lies with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. So here it is. We are yet here again with the scripture that is speaking to um, how the Lord looks at sexual immorality. There's lots of forms of it, right? Fornication, adultery. So any sex outside of marriage. So even if you're in a heterosexual relationship and you are entering into sex before marriage, which is against the union that God created sex for, this is not what God is accept. This is not acceptable. Like he's my fiance. We finna get married. No, none of that is going to fly. At the end of the day, God said what he said and the word is what it is. And, and so until you come into agreement with the word of God, you can't justify your way out of it. You can't, you can't work your way out of it, but you literally have to partner and surrender your own will, your own mind, right? Your soul to God. So you can be in position to be delivered. So glory be to God. I will go on. I actually have a couple of new Testament, uh, uh, scriptures we can add to tonight's conversation, but I want to also ask you about your actual process of deliverance. How did that look? A lot of people are scared of it. Cause they're like, Oh, these demons are going to have me crawling up the wall. So what did your deliverance process look like? But before you do that, I'm going to pull up your BC, right? Because after you give your full testimony, sis, I'm getting ready to pull up your, your after Christ, right? Your after deliverance, your AD, your yes. AD pick. Let me see if I can, y'all bear with me here because I know I saved it. Let me see if I can pull that up for y'all. We gonna show we gonna show the BC version. Can you see that, sis? I can see it, but just, I don't see the actual picture. I just see a bunch of. Uh... You don't see the picture? Hold on, hold on. Me trying to do something. I'm trying to show the people in these streets. Let me see if I. Why is it showing that? Hmm. I was trying to show the, um, let me try it in another view. Okay, now I can see that. You gonna try to help me here? I'm trying to pull up the picture. I'm gonna try one more time, sis. Okay. Yeah, 
what's on my screen here? Oh, uh, we find you. <laughs> can you see me? I can see you. You can? Okay. So here's the picture. Okay. It's not sharing. I'm a I went to share screen, share screen. Here's the window and it's in here. Exactly. See, that just shows me. We're going to try one more time. If it don't come up, we just going to push through. But I was hoping to share with the people when it came up earlier, no, that didn't work. So I, if I press this, that's there, right? You can see. Yeah, I double clicked it. And that's what keeps coming up. And she still says she can't see it. You still can't see it, sis? I, I just see your your image and then like the... See, there's the picture, but it ain't. Mm. Oh, well. We won't worry about it right now. I, I sure was going to pull up a real cute picture of you, sis. Thanks for joining me on Flawed and Free Podcast. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Click the bell on YouTube on my channel and follow. Don't forget to meet me live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Tea and Testimony with Tina to discuss weekly podcasts and answer questions. I'll be streaming from YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Flawed and Free. Or if you're streaming from IG, it's at The Flawed and Free. Till next week, God bless, where we are free to be me, flawed, and free.